Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nova Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious, and you already know, let's get these announcements out the way. If you want to follow me, I am at Nova Thoughts on Instagram. If you want to follow my individual artist page, I am at Nova underscore Luxurious. If you want to follow my band page, at African Space Program Collective, and the Good Time Girls site is coming soon. The Good Time Girls single Come Inside is streaming now, as well as my other music that is streaming, as well as African Space Program, whose album is streaming on Bandcamp. Just follow, follow us and um, look up our name, African Space Program Collective. I'm working on getting us to, um, you know, to transition us into just calling ourselves the ASPC, just for you know, just to keep everybody from saying a mouthful. But bear with me; we're slowly transitioning into that. And with that being said, we can go ahead and get this show off the road, honey. I hope everybody has had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Those of you who, you know, decided to, you know, not travel and follow rules. Or if you did travel, you didn't travel in large groups. You know, like me, I was fortunate enough. My brother and my mom drove and got me and brought me back. And all I had to do was slip a 20 or something on that gas, which I am happily more than happy to do. But yes, um, hopefully everybody, you know, is had a good Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving or as I like to call it, um, remembering our fallen indigenous brothers and sisters because let's not let's not be confused with what Thanksgiving is really celebrating. Um, is celebrating the massacre <laughs> of countless thousands of natives so um millions of natives even so um yes we have to give reverence for their memory and realize that and be reminded of how fucked up this country is in that way so yes that <laughs> hopefully everybody had a good holiday though and got a chance to spend time with their families or friends or mate do through the pandemic um i guess we could start this off with some light light um tea um so let's go ahead and get into some black panther updates you know we're still all mourning the passing of chadwick boost man and you know over the interwebs all of the marvel nerds all of the mcu fanatics have all been speculating you know what's gonna happen what's gonna happen with this uh with the legacy of the black panther is t'challa we're still gonna have t'challa they're gonna replace chadwick which i think they should a lot of people are on this whole boat of why they shouldn't because he died and that would be somehow disrespectful me personally i just don't see it that way i don't see how you know replacing the actor who unfortunately passed away is somehow disrespectful especially when said actor has told us that this is bigger than him i'm still gonna always remind people of that because that's what he said um he he told us he was like this is bigger than me way bigger than me (laughs) so you know but yes um so the t is the word on the street is 
is that Shuri will be playing a prominent role in this next Black Panther. They're going to start filming in July, which I'm excited about. I'm like, go ahead and get this shit popping. So that means they're done doing revises and re-edits and things on the script. How did you get in here? Oh, she got a key. All right, hold on. Hold it. Oh, my apologies, y'all. I dropped. <laughs> Honey, doing too much and trying to do this podcast at the same time. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So they're saying that Shuri is going to have a more prominent role, which means she's probably going to step into her Black Panther um, tenure for the time being, which I think is a good idea. So it give people a chance to get used to not seeing chadwick in the role and get you know still give us time to mourn his passing i think it's a good idea but do i think they should totally kill off t'challa no because that would be a shooting the franchise in the foot b somebody made the point on twitter which i agree with it's like how many motherfuckers have played batman how many motherfuckers have played superman you know what I mean? It's been and how many like when Heath Ledger played Joker and when he died, nobody killed off Joker. And furthermore, I just feel like especially with what Ari Spears was saying, you know, there was a I'm kind of in, in that where black people are kind of short sighted in this way when it comes to certain things, when things are, you know, but it's like we're not thinking about the big picture and what representation how we fought for all this representation and we're fighting excuse me because it's not over for all of this representation um and you know just why it's not a smart idea or a good look to just kill off t'challa you know i mean we see how oh boy from star wars miss um girl what was her name Finn in Star Wars um how he had to basically call them out in a polite way for like sidelining his character after using him to promote all the shit you know cause that's what they love to do love to put all the, the colored characters the characters of color all in the adverts all in the commercials all in the trailers to attract us you know black nerds and, and, and comic book and sci-fi enthusiasts and brown you know black and brown people who love that shit and then it's just you know a show of white people no shade all tea and that's i just think that in this mcu franchise it would really it would behoove us to fight for getting a new actor to play T'Challa, you know, rather than box him up and bury him along with uh, Chadwick, honey, you know, because just because Chadwick passed away does not mean T'Challa has to pass away, honey. We could simply just <laughs> get somebody else, give it time and get somebody else. And I think that's the best idea. Like, like I said, you know, honey, because, you know, Marvel and all these, you know, white executories and these movie studios are not really going to fight you on <laughs> um, boxing up a prominent black character, billion dollar profits and all, honey. What we're finding out is, honey, you know, they'll, they'd rather uphold the status quo <laughs> any day. So, 
even if it loses makes them lose money so it's it's just something we need to um be mindful about when it comes to certain things like don't be so caught up in your emotions that it gets you fucked up okay and now i'm thinking we're gonna move on to the next subject i feel like we've dwelled enough on this subject um yes all right i guess we can get started hopefully everybody's having a good pre-second quarantine um you know i don't know when america's gonna finally just say the word but they need to hurry fuck up excuse my language okay um the girls need to hurry up um all right so anybody heard of this alexis sharky situation honey let's go ahead and get right into the nitty-gritty um alexis alexis sharky was an up-and-coming influencer and she was found dead what two days ago on the side of a road feet sticking out for everybody to see and you know i've been keeping up with the story and long story short the husband did it it's just a matter of time before they you know put all the pieces together he did it and my thing is he didn't even have sense enough because she was found four miles from where they lived i'm like really nigga like you know r.i.p to this girl it's fucked up it's messed up like she should be here but it's just like you know it really be baffling me when when some of these people really be like they they commit these atrocities and then they don't even have the, the fortitude to like follow through with covering it up properly and um so it's so i don't know but either way the husband is either gonna end up dead because he gonna kill himself because he don't want to go to jail or they just gonna arrest him and he gonna be put away for a long long time r.i.p to this girl you know they're, they're really trying to give him the benefit of a doubt on the news everything is just you know we're gonna look into stalkers we're going to see you know she may have overdosed it may have been this it may have been that no girl he smothering was the very last thing they said because they really didn't even want to say that suffocation girl he didn't choke this girl out or something he did something to this woman then choked her out and then honey panicked because he probably meant to just do it for a little bit but his rage got the best of him honey panicked you know and then honey piled her probably tried to like scrub her wash her clean of his prints or whatever then put her naked body in the car and dumped her somewhere and hauled ass but he didn't go far enough and then he didn't even cover it up right so I don't know but he did it allegedly of course but you know my theory but I think he did it let me let me put it that way because I don't want nobody coming after me trying to sue me and shit I think he did it but off the record that nigga definitely did it you know all her little social media friends and things are coming forward and saying that she 
you know, she had confided in them and he was putting hands on her and, you know, and it, I think that's what it was. I think he just couldn't take the fact that she was a little influencer, you know, he probably was trying to turn her into his little housewife, uh, cheerleader, you know, background to his foreground and he couldn't take the fact that she was the star of the relationship and it's like well sometimes that's just what the fuck it is like you know you knew what it was when you got with this girl you knew she was that kind of girl you knew she was a bubbly social you know butterfly kind of girl and she had a little thing with social media so I don't understand because the marriage is very young you know they've only been together a year he i'm sorry he in, in my opinion he definitely did something to this young lady okay like he just couldn't take it she was this cute little little leggy girl and she was famous on the internet and you know probably had little little teenagers and stuff lusting after her and he felt threatened by that why i don't know because you get to sleep with her every night like you was in the best possible position of your life if you're gonna be with a famous bitch you were in the best possible position in her bed girl you in the famous girl bed why are you jealous of the fan the fuck <laughs> like i never understood that how you jealous of fans when you in the bed you 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 sleep in the bed with this hoe like like you know, even though I'm I'm a gay man and all of that, let Beyonce divorce Jay Z and, and proposition me in some fantasy world. <laughs> let Beyonce come to me and be like, "Girl, let's get married." You think I'm gonna be? Well, see, it don't count for me. Never mind. Never mind. But let's just let's just say I was a straight guy. You know, let Beyonce. And I lucked up and got Beyonce, yes. Let Beyonce um, marry me. You think I'm going to be jealous of all the men and things that think she's beautiful? Same thing with Rihanna. Naomi, their fame and things, maybe their schedules will get on my nerves, but I will want to be with them more, but I'm not going to be mad at the fans because at the end of the day, (laughs) they come home to me. But yes, RIP to this girl. I'm sorry that this happened to you. I'm sorry that this was your ending to your life. Um, our, you know, condolences to her family because this is fucked up. But yes, RIP to this girl. Um, it's so sad when things like this happen. I really do hate these type of stories. But I definitely think that husband did it. In messier news, Daryl Walls, is it Daryl or Darrell from the Walls group? They're like a contemporary Christian pop R&B kind of thing. I, I listen to their music from time to time. I follow them on Instagram. I really do like them. You know, I love I love a good group. I love a good harmony. So that was right up my alley. I, I grew up in the church. I know that life um so yes but he was exposed from his instagram from one of his um 
private Instagram videos. Apparently, one of his messy uh, hater friends decided they wanted to, to expose him kissing another man. And, um, you know, now, so his, you know, it's just the scandal, a scandal in the Christian, black Christian world. And, you know, all these discussions about, you know, what's right and what's not right about that. And, and if he's going to have a career and I personally, first of all, whoever that person was for, to derail girl, honey, if you put it on the internet, even if it is on a private, whatever stream live with, with your private, most closest friends, it doesn't matter. It's on the internet. So if you was trying to live that closeted, closeted life, that was a bad choice, sis. But you still didn't deserve that. No one deserves to be exposed, especially if, uh, you know, which is period. No one deserves to be exposed, you know, in that way. Like if you're somebody who's in the closet, let me take that back. You do if you're doing dirt, like, you know, cheating on your wife and blah, blah, blah. If you get exposed, then that's just on you. But, you know, for those who are just trying to navigate their lives and not make their sexuality the main focus, I understand. Or you're in careers and and, and livelihoods that, you know, it can be problematic, but you love what you do. I understand it, actually. It just couldn't be me. That's I remember my mom was trying to get me to do gospel when she found out I could sing and stuff. And I was like, child, I'm not trying to be no gospel singer. You know, it's no offense. I love the I love gospel music and I love the art artistry of it all. But no, it's like as a black gay male, I could not do that. You know, it it's it's just because uh, you know I came up at a time where that still was very very taboo to be gay. It just was a no-no. You wasn't going to do it. Even though we obviously knew half of them men's is up there with some, some queens, honey. You know, you just didn't talk about it. You didn't you didn't say it out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just kind of, you know, you just kind of overlook it. Now, if they do something to get them caught, that's when you, that's when the girls pounce and you just have to sit back and watch the slaughter happen, honey. Um, like Miss Thing who got caught on the camera sucking dick or who in that video got leaked to Twitter and her career was quickly just quickly rebuffed honey took it all back and poor thing I don't think she's quite recovered since and I feel bad for him because it's like he should be able to get freaky with his partner and live his life how he wants you know in private like as far as he's not breaking any laws he's with his whoever he's with partner casual partner um he's not putting his business out there in the street and then here it is got put out in the street and it just goes back to you know cameras and things you can't you can't allow that if you if you really trying to live that that closeted situation um you really can't allow that um that's why I love Miss B Slade. I'm sorry, I'm calling Miss B Slade. I know some of the queens, some of the you know, some of the gays don't like when you give them female references. They think it's a sign of disrespect. I don't. Um, so, but I have to be mindful of that. I, that's why I'm a fan of B Slade because B Slade went on ahead and came out on his own terms. <laughs> 
It was like, y'all ain't finna catch me <laughs> out here slopping knob. Yeah, you know, and then looking at me like, girl, what the hell? I thought she was like, no, I'm just gonna go ahead and let you know what it is right now. And he already prepared, you know, for his decline in the gospel realm in a way. Like, he just went straight to being an independent R&B artist. And, you know, has been, and still does, a, the, you know, because I think he still is involved in the Christian community, of course, but because that is his community, you know, that is his, that's where he, you know, that's who raised him up. So, you know, but yes, but that's why I respect him because he came, he came out on his own terms and oh my god he has a single out with uh rob milton shout out to him and rob milton uh today they have a single um out i can't remember the name of it oh i should have did my research hold on y'all okay sorry i had to go do that the song is called end so go ahead and check that out you can either go to um rob the rob milton on instagram and on twitter get his link it's in his bio and you can also check out B Slade's Instagram get his link and his bio yes God forgive all that noise in the back I'm doing some things um <coughs> excuse me but yes go check that out I'm about to get into it in a minute I totally slipped my mind I meant to put a memo to myself and I realized today is the day bitch because I'm a fan of both of them. Rob Milton is in the group Cousin. And uh, Son of James, I think, is the the, the other uh, collective he's a part of. And um, his music is just dope. Like, And he's under my Zodiac sign. So I instantly have to support it. You know? It's just like Cancerian unity. <laughs> but back to Mr. Walls. To get, you know, not to get too off topic. Back to uh, Mr. Darrell Walls. You know, I feel like he shouldn't have to come out or explain or anything. I feel like he should continue. He should still have his career, which I think I think now because of the current climate of things, the black LGBTQ presence is stronger than ever in just like pop culture. So I think Darrell Walls is probably in a nice sweet spot to where he can he can he can come out of this real cute you know so um i actually you know i think he'll be all right oh excuse me i have to burp i think he'll be all right um yeah i think he'll be all right so i'm just gonna pray for him and his you know he's one part of a group too that was another thing that i was thinking about i was just like yeesh like you know i wonder i know his group members are probably like really bitch like you know but once again you know that's why i, I honey y'all should have took that page from be slayed honey just came on at <laughs> you know so maybe this will be the push that's needed you know you just just come on out and And yeah, just come on out and, and be yourselves. And I don't know if the black church and, and that whole, like, you know, that whole community is going to be, you know, they're, they're, they're probably going to need a little more time to evolve. 
But I do think that there is a lane that can be carved out for, you know, contemporary Christian artists who are, you know, same gender loving, transsexual, um, you know, I feel like there can be a market and a lane for that. And so, or just even gay friendly, you know, like those who have a large gay following because there are a lot of these gospel divas they don't want to admit it but a lot of the people that are buying their records is gay men honey honey gay men and, and some of these lonely repressed straight women in the church honey them, them only people that's buying your records the repressed children honey <laughs> um no shade but shade you know but y'all don't want to acknowledge it. A lot of y'all don't want to admit it. But, but honey, that's what's keeping the lights on. Miss Mary Mary, Miss Tasha Cobbs, I'm crying. Miss Kiera Sheard, Karen Sheard, the Clark sisters in general. You know, let's keep it wrong. <laughs> y'all know y'all. And Shirley, Shirley, while she was over there throwing shade at the gays, talking about you wasn't born that way or whatever she said back in whatever, uh, 2013, 2014. Honey, the gays have been keeping your lights on for decades, honey. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> honey, it wasn't just the quote-unquote church, folks. Honey, them cheap things. Honey, please. <laughs> it was the gays, honey. The gays have been keeping you eating for years, okay? Um, but anywho, prayers to De- Darrell Walls. I don't know if it's Daryl or Darrell. I'm going to say Darrell for now. Even though it kind of looks like Daryl, but I don't know. Somebody, you know, somebody uh, hit me up on social media and uh, correct me. But yeah, prayers for him, honey, because um, you know this is this is some some bull. Like I said, until the to that hater friend. Oh, and drop your friend, drop that girl from your circle, from your life, <laughs> as much as you can. Cause she's she's not for you, honey. She's against you, and she showed her hand. So just go ahead and drop that. Um, so we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, I guess we can get into some clownery and foolishness. Um, yeah, we can go ahead. She just drove right up on the grass, honey. Okay, girl. <laughs> The girls don't have any respect. Anyway, um, so as you know, the Grammys have did their in um, their nominations, um, and you know, to say the least, some people are. I don't know why, but some people or a lot of people online are act are now just hip hip to the fact that the Grammys be full of shit sometimes or all the time and as as of recently for the past 10 years especially they have really just shown that they don't really give a fuck about black artists and artistry oh okay that's what's going on see I saw the others what's going on okay never mind sorry I just realized why he was on the grass this is why you don't jump to conclusions even though I kind of did but now I see what's going on okay but anyway back to what I was saying um you know 
people are just now hip to like, oh, the Grammys just don't really be giving a fuck about black artistry and black art. And it's like, I don't know how y'all kids didn't know. Because it kind of, the Grammys have been showing their ass. For me, my realization was... Um, 2009-ish when Jasmine Sullivan released her first album and how it was getting all of this critical acclaim and people, you know, they had they were shoveling Miss Jasmine around everywhere. She was in everybody's boardroom, everybody's show, singing her songs. Um, either Lion, Tigers, and Bears, um, I'm in love with a man. I remember she was around on the interwebs on all these little blog shows and stuff singing that and then she was on um you know on the majors singing either the song she did with missy i need you bad or lions tigers and bears and like her song had really garnered mainstream attention praise along with others of course but like the fact that she was nominated for all these Grammys at the 2009 Grammys and did not win one and the Grammys favored one you know Adele Slay Dell and it's no shade to Adele because we all know that Adele is talented and that we all know that them songs you know we, we, we all know what Adele serves you know it's not a uh, any shade against her although I do have my one shade thing against her and that's her not being able to find the key live I'm like girl I don't know what that is but I hope you figure it out you know everybody got their flaw so <laughs> hers is not being able to find the key sometimes so but um you know other than that you know Adele is is, is an artist you know to be to be reckoned with but I mean like because I even think this conversation hit the blogs a few like either last year or a few months ago it was probably like either last year or the year before last I would say not a few months ago yeah it was it was like at least two years ago but you know people were just like how come Adele I mean how come Jasper Sullivan doesn't have the same you know kind of thing that Adele got going on because since in a sense they're kind of they're not the same artist they're not They're not the same kind of artist, but they're the same kind of, they kind of do the same thing. You know what I mean? It's just their approach is a little different. Like Adele is more, you know, emotional. It's like you have to be depressed to listen to Adele, but she really taps into that. Whereas Jasmine gives you a little bit more. She gives you the highs and the lows, you know. Adele just tends to give you the lows, but she does it in a way that takes you up, honey. So, but, you know, they essentially are in similar lanes, I would say. They're they're in the same book. They're just different chapters, if you will, you know. Um, and you get me. So, um, but, you know, it was no secret the industry favored Adele and made her the darling of that kind of thing. And really there could have been room for both her and Jasmine. Like Jasmine, then it became a thing of, well, she's so young and her voice is so mature. And they always do that to black girls who have powerful voices and can sing the dust off of any any artist out there. Um, but you know, because she's a black girl, and she doesn't have any kind of 
redeemable qualities that they de- they feel are mainstream in the in the sense even though she just had the girls singing lions, tigers, and bears, and you know she's got the girls out here salivating for new material, but whatever. See, that's why these labels. You know what I'm saying? As an artist myself, like I'm apprehensive. I'm gonna be honest. I'd be apprehensive about signing a major record. Like I, I definitely would have to have the lawyer team of death, honey, to make sure that these girls we come to an agreement that we are all happy with and we can all sit on and be cute. Because, honey, these labels really will have you out here. And even then, you have to still go in it with, like, you know, with with a side eye because, you know, these girls will try you. You know, these, especially if you're a black artist. And, 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 oh, my God, if you're a black female artist, like, just, like, like, I cry sometimes thinking about the talent that could have been that never that got overlooked because people so-called industry people wouldn't give them a chance because of them being you know black girl especially for black women like being black being a certain kind of black girl being heavy set being dark skin you know having natural hair not being a certain look a certain hue <laughs> not having a certain you know figure body type and I just, I cry because, you know, because you, you think of the ones that break through and it's like, you know, they're phenomenal women and it's nothing against any of our legendary divas of past, present and future, you know, but it's like to think of all the girls that don't get through who have everything that it takes. And even some of those ones where you saw them, they were signed to the label and you always ask the question, whatever happened to them? Like one of my favorite artists, Shanice. I think I've talked about this before, but yes, Shanice was like, she was pre-Brandy. You know, she was pre those girls. Like she was the first kind of like black, not the first, but you know what I mean? Like after Janet, she was actually signed around the same time as Janet. But, you know, other than Stacey Lattisaw, there was really no teen black girl singers like that, like that. You know what I mean? Where it was like that was kind of like their image and that was like their thing. Like it was, you know. And Shanice was like, you know, she was cute and she had crossover appeal. And what fucked me up like hearing her story like if you haven't checked out her unsung you should is like the fact that her label really like suppressed her pop possibility like she because she kept certain songs like i love your smile and she did a song for the 90210 soundtrack that was like a crossover hit and her label for her next album instead of them saying let's take her pop let's go more pop with it they made her go R&B and it wasn't really received and then when she had a resurgence in the late 90s with Arista they fucked her up because she they wanted her to be more sexy and she was just like but I'm Shanice like I don't have to be sexy like and that was the thing she didn't (laughs) she really didn't the girls and she had another hit looming to which, because they released another song off that project, 
and it was like a ballad. I can't remember the name of it. And it was already getting all this positive feedback. And instead of them promoting that shit, they deaded the project completely because she wouldn't show her titties, boy. And she said, and we did have a compromise where I did more sexier looks. And they still said, well, that's not good enough and we're not interested anymore. And it's like labels, long story short, because I did, I took y'all on a ride on that one. Um, long story short, I don't, I'm, I'm labels, ugh, you know, it would just have to be a real, like, I guess the best thing to say is, honey, have your lawyer situation together. You know, that's, that's the note I'm taking for myself, girl. I guess I gotta have my lawyer situation all the way together because these girls are not going to try me. Okay. Um, because the success is coming. I'm, I'm claiming it, naming it, believing it and receiving it, honey. But these girls are going to recognize that I am, you know, I don't mind doing a few compromises depending, you know, it depends on what I have to compromise. But, you know, I understand that it's a business and, you know, you have to compromise in certain situations, but it's the what I'm compromising that I have. I need to have full stipulations upon, honey. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's just like, Anyway, I said all that because Justin Bieber, girl, <laughs> people were surprised that, you know, well, one, people were surprised, like I said, that a lot of black artists that have been getting a lot of buzz didn't even make the cut. And it's like, well, duh, girl. And then another in juxtapose to that, here you have an artist, Justin Bieber, who is nominated in more of the pop realm because he's a pop artist he's been a pop artist for the past decade and i get that he wanted to do more of a well he was upset because he didn't get the r&b genre and he wrote kind of like a nice nasty but more nice than nasty uh op-ed on his disappointment with the grammys um for nominating him in the pop category when he really wanted to be an r&b and, um, I don't, you know, I guess this is supposed to be the part where I give my commentary. And I, you see, I went on this long rant about how R&B artists, like black artists, go through it in the R&B realm. And, and let's not even get on the fact that black artists who aren't R&B, who could be pop get well I did that's what Shanice that was the whole point of Shanice duh but yeah it's like (laughs) girl I don't know it's just the privilege that's what that's what it is for me it's the privilege for me you know here you are nominated in multiple pop categories and you're mad that you didn't get Mm R&B call you later girl (laughs) juxtapose to you know black artists who have clearly been on everybody's radar radio playlist who are barely getting any kind of recognition if they even get an R&B category they're not even really supposed to be there because they're something else but um you know it's the privilege for me and it's it's just no shade but it just here it is again all shade actually um You know, I really would have liked Justin Bieber to have took his energy, you know, 
and say, you know, as many black artists and R&B artists that I listen to, it's a shame that a lot of them um, aren't even on this, haven't even been recognized. It's a shame that a lot of black artists when I listen to are boxed into R&B as a form of, you know, segregation, music industry segregation. You know, I really wish he would have took his time and energy to make an op-ed about that. But instead, he's crying because he couldn't get the R&B category. Girl, good night on that. I just, I don't know. I'm just tired. (laughs) I'm tired of some of these, some of your faves, honey. And that's really where I'm at with it. I'm tired of them. They're getting on my nerves my head hurts and I think I'm gonna switch to the next subject because this is another head hurting situation alright I think I'm ready for my final thoughts on um, today I think on this episode the theme for the final thoughts is it be our own people sometimes and it'd be so sad and it's a few two things that caught my attention in the interwebs um i was scrolling twitter this morning and i decided to talk about this because it just needed to be talked about um so meek mill has i guess has been in atlanta recently and he posted a video of him giving, because, you know, if you live in Atlanta, especially if you live anywhere towards the west side of Atlanta or downtown, you it's nothing to see a bunch of random teenage boys, you know, probably in a group of five or more, maybe five or six, selling coolers full of water. You know, they do and they do it at the you know park during festivals and things. It's nothing to see little black boys out here selling water to the people for a dollar, a dollar for a water bottle, honey. Um, so Meek Mill drives up first of all I didn't like the video the way he titled the kids he called them ATL runs and it's like that in itself was like really nigga but then he gave them $20 to split amongst all six of them and then when they were looking like where the, you know where the rest at you know he was looking like you know it's just the way he was talking to them the way he was acting like they were out of line simply because they were looking at him like well girl where the rest of the money like I just didn't appreciate that and then like then to get into the comments you see people in under, under the twitter thread being like like this one girl I would call her Twitter handle out actually I will because right now I'm in Twitter jail at yo shorty mom <laughs> so at your yo shorty mom was like well these boys be aggressive and all they gonna do is spend the money on drugs and blah 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 and it's like and then you had another nigga who was like let me get him cause if I did her I gotta do him I gotta do him Come on. This guy named. Let me see. Hold on, y'all.
Um, dang, where he at? I guess he he deleted it because he's a bitch. But he was saying something to the effect of niggas don't ever be satisfied. Niggas always want more. He gave them twenty dollars. Niggas always want more. He gave a twenty dollar bill to split amongst six or seven kids. And my thing is this: if you're going to be the rap nigga, because somebody made a very good point, now I will point out this person's point. Um, all I'm gonna say is this is from at um, what's his name? Come on, at the real Dre Poppy. At the real Dre Poppy was like, all I'm gonna say is them same niggas brag about how much money they throw at strippers, but kids selling waters where you start budgeting, big LOL. And which, right, and then Carlton Mars with the Z said Meek Mill is driving around Atlanta in a $400,000 car, saw a few kids hustling waters and gave them $20 and told them to split it between six to eight kids, splitting $20. $20. Uh, four laughing emojis and a face palm. <laughs> into that i agree it's like you know i'm not here for the niggas that's over here talk about oh, all they're gonna do is use the money for drugs these niggas want too much it and and that's where i say it'd be our own people sometimes that especially with old girl talking about oh they just spending it on drugs like like first of all sis we're not gonna act like half of y'all who out here doing all this talking wasn't out here spending your little mcdonald's checks and taking 10 and 15 dollars out of them little 200 dollar checks and getting you a little dime bag here and there we're not gonna act like it and if that wasn't you then good for you but you know congratulations you're a boring ass bitch um (laughs) no i'm just kidding but you know i'm saying if that wasn't your thing then that just wasn't your thing but to automatically assume that these young black kids who are trying to make money an honest way they trying to get an honest hustle going um i just don't understand and it's like and if you're too broke to give them kids a dollar for some water then don't (laughs) like that'd be my thing don't don't say anything just leave them be just keep it moving i really it really it just really upset me because it's like you know we see how the outside world views us and it be and that's why it's more frustrating when niggas be trying to take on them traits like it's setting them apart from something like girl you're not you're not an outstanding different kind of black like girl you're not that you're not that different and matter of fact if somebody was really on one they could just assume some bullshit about you and you'll be dead in a hashtag in a, in a in a week so you know i just i just wasn't really feeling that and yes meek mills no he ought to be a motherfucking shame of himself jamaica mills if you catch this girl bitch ass nigga like why would you even First of all, I don't I like I said I didn't even like the fact that he called them runts. Like it was just like, what is that? Like So they got to be runts. I mean, yeah, they're they're young and they're out here trying to mabble scrabble for a coin, but like they're not runts. They're young men who are trying to make some independent money for themselves. And if they got together and said, "Nigga, let's go sell some waters." <laughs> Oh, and then the other girl who's like saying this, well, I ain't gonna fuck her. Anyway, back to Meek, because I was gonna say she also was like, well, I be following their Instagrams and they just be out here smoking weed and da 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 da. And I'm just like, girl, anyway, um, I just saw it. But anyway, back to Meek, you know, like I'm with, uh, I'm with old dude. Like y'all really do be out here 
bragging about how much money you throw around and you couldn't think to give them kids like a hundred dollars if it was like five of them give them a hundred dollars that's twenty dollars a person if it was six of them give them like i don't know a hundred and what was what's 120 dollars to split each you know what i mean like you could have did more than that. You could have showed each of them kids love. Like, you got the money. You riding around here acting like you don't. And if you don't, then stop flexing and rolling down your window to be seen. Because you know these kids, that's the first thing they're going to think. is like, oh, I'll snap our favorite rap around here. And see, it just be it's just be our own people. And I, and I really want and want to challenge black people not to do things like that that shit is mad whack Jamaica Mills that shit was mad whack that's why Nikki broke up with you and you know it was just mad whack like $20 oh you want to be cheap as fuck when it comes to this shit but you'll run up in a Gucci store and blow your whole your whole little uh, streaming check honey you'll blow your whole check on some on some designers and, and companies that don't even care for your ass that, that sit up here and make jigaboo paraphernalia but you'll stunt and, and wet and spend all your money on that but some heart some black kids trying to earn a buck you want to just give literally give them a crumb and then tell them to make it enough <laughs> like some of you niggas really they should never really have given a lot of you niggas money like some of you niggas just really don't deserve the little bit of money you come into and it shows <laughs> like it shows when you get a little bit of coin y'all be doing dumb ass shit because that was dumb as hell like i would have kept my window rolled up if i really wasn't finna bless nobody like twenty dollars girl you give your waitress at um motherfucking waffle house a twenty dollar tip <laughs> okay if you're trying to like light light flex you know give that one person the twenty dollars but you over here gonna give twenty dollars and literally told them kids that they need to be grateful that you gave them $20 when they could have just made $20. They was making $20 selling waters. I don't know why they doing it now in the cold because, you know, because like it's really more effective in the summertime. But, you know, see, that's where you should have came in and been like, nah, nigga, y'all doing it wrong in the summer, in the wintertime. Y'all need to be selling like cocoa and shit. Like, give them a tip or something. <laughs> if you was going to do something, give them some useless, some, excuse me, useful tidbits and things and then give them a little bit of coin and just be like here nigga <laughs> but no y'all y'all some of y'all really shouldn't have gotten, gotten rich some of y'all really don't deserve to be rich um and with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and transition into this next story that has pretty much made all of the interwebs and black twitter go ablaze we've all heard about the, the incident that went down at true kitchen and cocktails um And in Houston, was it? No, Dallas. Was it Dallas or Houston? Texas. It's in Texas, girl. <laughs> um, and how this, you know, restaurateur decided he wanted to give a whole useless speech addressing black women. And y'all know, I, I that's like a pet peeve of mine is when niggas step outside of themselves and have the audacity. That's like a major pet peeve for me. Because niggas really do be having the nerve. So if you don't know what happened, I don't know how you don't know, but I'll give you a brief, brief cliff note situation. 
so basically on this particular day at true kitchens honey the kitchen was literally behind and so they had a restaurant full of people mind you we're still in the middle of a pandemic but once again they had a restaurant full of people and um you know who were waiting on their food and they were like an hour behind like people had been ordering had been putting their orders out two hours prior so and to keep people busy you know of course they kept serving up drinks the in-house dj then decided that they were going to play some some twerk music some party music so which though the ass in a circle was playing to which some of the patrons who were a little loosey-goosey felt the need to climb up on well not climb up but you know get up on the little couch and do a light light twerk for the girls and you know to to the restaurant tours credit he did come to them three times to you know speak to them personally and then it was that fourth time that where he derailed his whole my whole you know benefit of a doubt for him to which he decided he wanted to stop the music and give a speech about black women needing to respect their bodies and blah 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 instead of just simply telling those individuals to exit his restaurant for not you know honoring his request to get off his furniture <laughs> that was the right choice he decides he wants to go and do a whole tirade into which he wanted to criticize the state of black women and twerking and that's where he went wrong and once again it'd be our own people because here you have these you have a whole bunch of people in the comments and, and, and you know just commentating on it who you know it was it's really actually it was 50 50 i would have to give it it was like a 50 50 response like some people were kind of like you know yes it's his restaurant and those are his rules and blah 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 whereas other people were just like nigga who the fuck are you and furthermore we don't care if it's your restaurant who the fuck are you (laughs) so you know my opinion is this like like I think we're all in agreement, the whole of black people. I think we're all in agreement that the young ladies were, you know, if they were asked to get off of his furniture, they should have gotten off his furniture. But where this restaurant tour went wrong is that he then decided that he wanted to get, you know, give a speech where he's giving off his grievances for twerking and black women twerking and dancing in provocative ways, which I don't understand when all you niggas frequent strip clubs like like it's the clinic but and now it's where I was and then you know once he was getting flamed all of all of um, it was uh, there were all these pictures floating around of him doing the exact same thing not twerking but him being up on his furniture him and a bunch of dudes up on the couches all up on the furniture just having a gay old time and you know it 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 just was it just it reeked of hypocrisy it reeked of really bitch like you so so which one is it because it was reeking of that anyway because another point that i wanted to make is like you know you set the tone for this shit like you got these people drunk and you started playing twerk music and everything else and now that people are twerking and loosey goosey loosey goosey you you're upset and my thing is how are you upset when you did it because that was his whole thing is he's trying to create a a specific kind of environment where it's classy and this and that he didn't say classy 
but you know that's pretty much what he was trying to say he was trying to create like a, a classy sophisticated environment while playing throw that ass in the circle you know so for me it was like honey just say you don't like black girls and just say you don't want them twerking in your shit it really do be your own people sometimes and it really be sad because it's like you know honey y'all could have kept that like that speech could have been kept you could have just politely let those girls go you know you could have just politely told them they had to get the fuck on out and you know it just be your own people and I really and it really just be upsetting me because you know we we really just got too much going on for people to be acting like to be pointing fingers at each other like we are not to blame for white people's racism that really what it comes to the root of it because you always got niggas see this is why white people no white people are racist towards us because white people are racist period you know they're towards us like those types of white people have been taught and ingrained to think that we are somehow less than we are unworthy of respect unworthy of these and they were going to think that whether you was a stripper on a pole a bum on the street or a doctor with your own practice either way it was all going to turn out the same way honey okay it doesn't matter if you talk like this or you talk like this it don't matter like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day it does not matter because if they racist and they decide that you ain't shit, that's just what you are. Ain't shit. If they decide you are a nagger, that's what you are. <laughs> and I keep saying it, but if you are one of those distinguished, dignified ass niggas, you are more of a threat than the hood nigga ever will be. Because you you show them that black people can rise above and be whatever they want. You are the biggest threat. So why you over here trying to look down on the lesser? You need to be getting with him, honey. On who you think is lesser, honey. You need to be, uh, honey. I'm just saying, honey. You need to, y'all. We all need to join forces. You know, here we have a whole nother situation in Ohio. Casey Goodson, Jr who was gunned down while putting the key into his door walking in with his he just knew he was finna sit and, and enjoy his five dollar foot long his six dollar foot long his subway sandwich and instead he got murdered because of it because some police officers claimed that he was waving a gun at them like i just like the stories that these cops they don't even be trying no more like that's the part that really they really be playing in our faces and i don't want to say what i think we should do but you know i will say this there was a video going around of a bald-headed black man saying what we should do in these situations and that video keeps has keeps getting scrubbed off the internet because they don't want that message being reverberated around to black people but it's very much the t it's very much the t and y'all some of y'all know the video i'm talking about and what he was saying but it's the t and it needs to happen that's when i feel like these cops will really start being like and i'm someone who doesn't promote like i don't necessarily promote violence like i don't believe that violence is always the answer but i just believe like like i just know i know the culture of bullies because i used to get bullied and i know that when you bust a bully up (laughs) a good time you know trust me they're not gonna try it again they'll think twice the next time and that's what i think needs to happen but you know 
But yeah, with all that going on, it's like we don't have time to be snipping at each other, looking down on one another. Like you're not doing it better or bigger than the next black person. Even if you do got the degrees and the career, you're not like on the big scale of things. You're just not. (laughs) You can get clipped just like they can get clipped doing absolutely nothing, just living your life. So... And as far as Meat Mill is concerned, if you're not going to bless the girls, then don't don't come up here trying to be cheap because that that's that's that that ain't it either. Trying to, you know, acting like some kind of elitist piece of shit like, you know, uh, I gave you all twenty dollars like it, it, girl, keep your cheap. I would have threw that little I would have bought that twenty and then you can keep it. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks, ho. You can keep that, Jamaica, because that was that was just whack. That was whack as fuck. And if you're not gonna really bless these boys or at least help them in some way, then girl, you could have kept your window rolled up and you could have kept going wherever you was finna go. Probably to somebody's strip club or somebody's whatever to buy, to buy some shit that you don't need. Why you over here giving these girls twenty dollars? I mean, these kids, these little, these young boys, twenty dollars. Like, girl. Ugh. Anyway, I think I'm done ranting enough about this. Plus, I gotta hurry up and get ready for my shift. So, honey, we're gonna take a little small breather and come back with these light, light announcements and this exit, honey. I hope y'all enjoy what the fuck I was putting down today. Lord knows I was ranting and raving. But anywho, let, honey, let me take this break so we can get to it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all once again for allowing me to rant and rave on this occasion. And once again, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Nova Thoughts, N-O-V-A-T-H-A-W-T-S. If you want to follow my artist page, it's at Nova underscore Luxurious, N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. If you want to follow my band page, it's at African Space Program Collective. And, um, yeah. Oh, duh. I have singles out. I have songs out. If you want to follow uh, or stream my solo music, um, you can just look me up. I am on all the major streaming platforms. Nova Luxurious. My Cakes and Kush series is streaming now, volume one and two, as well as my singles, Lay Here, Why Can't You, Living My Life, Man, Miss Honey, Ma'am Compt. And if you want to uh, stream my latest single from my group project, uh, The Good Time Girls, Come Inside is streaming now. Um, and yeah. Thank y'all once again. Y'all have a safe day, safe trip, whatever you're doing. Be safe at it. And I think I'm going to get up out of here. All right. All right.